What if a man sitting in a chair, that's me by the way, hi, my name is Dow. What if a skeptical but curious and open-minded man in a chair was told by an intuitive Akashic record reading friend of his that he was psychically connected to a sixth dimensional Arcturian named Omra of the High Council and that all he had to do if he wanted to channel this Arcturian named Omra was to open up his mouth and try it. What if this man in the chair, after hearing this, immediately wanted to find out as much as he could about Arcturian history, what other people have said about Arcturians? But instead of looking things up online, he simply decided to open up his mouth and just say whatever came to him, and record it, and publish it, just as a fun little experiment, and then later go back to see if what he said matched with what anyone else has said about Arcturians. And what if, when this man opened up his mouth to do this, a different voice and a different personality slowly emerged over time? And what if you could hear that transition take place over his first several recordings, if you really listen closely enough? And what if this man in the chair eventually started noticing that he was adopting some of these personality traits from Omra into his own life? simply by playing a game of channeling and really stretching outside of his comfort zone, maybe rewiring some neural pathways. And what if that man recorded seven initial recordings and called them Arcturian History Parts 1 through 7 and published them on a podcast called The Arcturian Playground and saw that it was weird, but also kind of liked it and wouldn't have it any other way? Yeah. What if? What if? What if? Welcome to the Arcturian Playground, a place to play the realm of imagination, all done in the service of compassionate expansion of consciousness. Yes, it sounds weird, we know. We would not have it any other way. Yes, we are here. We wish to continue with you down the path of our history lessons, and we hope that you have recognized at this point that we feed you information in waves and spirals. The information that we provide to you, we provide with a certain degree of overlap and repetition. It is a dance, and it is meant to stretch your mind. We speak at this time to the man in the chair who has asked us to come and uh, speak through him to deliver in a certain type of way information that has already been deposited into his mind 
through a process of light transcription, an etching of sorts. This is difficult to find words to explain, but we have delivered packets of information to this one. He is not unique in this way, for we deposit packets of information with all. These are like small bubbles of gas which bubble up from a swamp. And when they reach the surface, they open and whoof! Sometimes they smell. But they always have something to contribute. Whether you are aware of this or not, there are such bubbles of information that come up from your subconscious mind and they reach the surface that in between space, the curtain on the stage as it were, between what you do not know and what you do know. And as it emerges from that place of unknowing, which is itself uh, not an accurate description for you do know it, you simply are unaware that you know it until it crosses that line, until it emerges from behind the curtain, or it bubbles up from this dank swamp to fill your nostrils with a unique sensation. This information can range from all sorts of things and can come in quite handy. We are encouraging this one who sits in the chair to explore this bubbling process in such a way as you are hearing now. We wish to discuss the nature of channeling there are many misconceptions as to what the process of channeling is. This is uh, this is unique to each person who channels. Of course, if you have spent much time listening to those who channel, you will recognize that there are unique styles that represent the person who sits in the chair who gives voice to the information that bubbles up from deep within. This information is not uh, solid. It is not something to build your house upon. It is uh, not a solid foundation, we should say. It is moving. It is ephemeral. It is meant for you to consider. It is meant for you to 
provide a reaction and a response. It is within this reacting and responding that you create and birth new energies into this world. Channeling is an act of creation. Channeling is the process by which the unconscious knowing that you carry within you emerges from behind the curtain. The path which it follows and the shape of what emerges from behind the curtain is determined by the lived experience of the one who is channeling. That is, that is what forms the channel. It is the experience. It is the samskara, for those who are familiar with this term, the accumulative experience primarily of the uh, conscious well there are layers there are layers Uh, you can think of it in layers Uh, this is a metaphor that we give to you to understand that uh, the deeper you go into your unconscious mind, the further you go from identifying with the conscious, uh, what some might refer to as egoic personality, as the information creeps closer to the curtain, as it will, it uh, passes through more dense space that is filled with memories of lived experience. Those memories contain biases. They contain magnetic attraction which will influence the bubble bubbling up from the swamp. And yes, we recognize that we are jumping metaphors. It is our prerogative. Why must we stick with only one image? We can play how we want to play. The real question that we ask is, do you understand, as you are hearing this description, that the information that is channeled is a reflection of the person who is doing the channeling? There are limitations, there are blind spots. This is not pure truth. This is not something that should ever be used for self-aggrandizement. This one in the chair is actually quite embarrassed at what he is doing. There are parts of his psyche which as the information bubbles through the unconscious 
swampy waters of his memory and past experience, they bump up against times when he ridiculed others for their channeling or those who believed in channeling. And uh, as the bubble emerges uh, from the unconscious into the conscious realm, there is the stench of uh, rotten crow which must be eaten <laughs> which he does and enjoys tremendously although there are times when the bitterness of the experience still turns him away but we are here nevertheless this one in the chair who gives voice to uh, this information that has been deposited within him recognizes uh, how flimsy all of this experience can be and one of his greatest concerns is the way that uh, people will adopt information without a critical eye of examination. He does not wish to uh, fool anyone. He does not wish to lead anyone astray. What we wish to say to him and to all of those who might listen to these words, which are offered from a state of practice, and we will speak more on that uh, shortly, However, at this time we wish to we wish to emphasize that the message is not self-aggrandizing from the state uh, from the perspective of asking others to lift this one up upon a pedestal. In fact, he would prefer to keep his own personal identity as private as possible. Uh, is not looking to sell anything, to ask anyone for money or to change their life in any way that would uh, denigrate themselves and lift himself up. Rather, he is looking to lift himself up through the principles of compassion, kindness, charity, and his deep desire is that others will find the value of such heart opening as well. This is the only change that he would hope to see in this world is that the attachment that so many have to false ideas will be relaxed. That there will be comfort among those who do relax their certainty. There is a tendency, as he recognizes, as we recognize from our own experience, uh, there is a great fear in embracing the truth of uncertainty. It is more, much more comfortable to imagine that uh, you live in a day and age on this earth when science and progress has moved your level of knowledge and certainty about the nature and the workings of this universe uh, 
much closer to the finish line, that you are almost completely aware of the way that things are. There might be a few things that you do not know, but for the most part, you believe that you can be confident in the information that you are provided through your institutions, through your authority figures. And yet this one has spent much time with those who have gone through what is known as a faith crisis. When a shifting in belief happens, it, he has often associated this with the Humpty Dumpty image of a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men could not put Humpty together again. This is uh, shattered belief, shattered faith. This is what happens when dogma falls off of a tall precipice and shatters into many pieces. This is, in fact, what we desire for all. Although we recognize that there is a great pain that comes when cherished beliefs are shattered, uh, especially when relationships with others that have been based upon these cherished beliefs also go through a change, sometimes quite drastic. And when those changes are driven by fear, there can be great pain and even uh, times of abuse, uh, mostly unintentional, but great psychological and emotional harm that can come as a result of changing one's beliefs. In the world that is to come for you, you will be required to have uh, flexibility, malleability of mind. The things that will come into your awareness will happen gradually, but there will be a shift for many. We speak of the shift into five-dimensional reality, as is often discussed and uh, explained as if anyone actually knows what that means. They are, of course, symbols, that represent a truth, uh, but represent a truth that none of you have as yet to experience fully with your consciousness. Therefore, your imagination is all that you have to explore the possibility of what a five-dimensional reality might feel like, might be like, as opposed to your three-dimensional reality. We do not want to spend much time discussing the difference between three-dimensional reality and five-dimensional reality, for this one in the chair also uh, does not know and puts up great resistance to things that he is not comfortable in saying. Nevertheless, we ask him at this time once again to place a hand upon your heart. There are times when the mind becomes so strong 
and the resistance of life experience can prevent the bubbles from ascending to the top of the swamp water. At this time, we would like to return to the history of the Arcturian Collective. There were seven main planets within the Arcturus solar system that contribute the most to the collective life which evolved from these seven planets each following different paths we will share with you the example of one of these one species on one of these planets at a time when this planet was going through a shift not dissimilar from what you are experiencing with your climate change as uh, we often hear it said that uh, this earth is heading towards a sixth mass extinction that is not the case by the way but the conditions of the earth will change quite rapidly in many areas you already are witnessing the beginning stages of these changes this is what happened on uh, what we will call planet number seven in the Arcturus system on planet seven. There was a race of beings. You would view them to be quite flat. Uh, they look quite like amphibians with three long fingers or toes on their feet they were quite intelligent quite peaceful and yet as their consciousness arose and they learned to manipulate manipulate the environment around them they did so without an understanding of the impact that their manipulations would have on that environment they created uh, an environment that was so hostile that they had to take refuge at first the hostility evidenced in the form of winds uh, there were of course uh, volcanoes there were uh, earthquakes but it was mainly the wind uh, that these creatures could no longer live on the surface of their planet. They uh, built homes underground and this served them for what would be the equivalent of 25 years of your Earth time. Their planet had a much longer orbit around 
our sun. But in Earth years, the time was roughly 25 years, and not much time to adjust. Uh, but the uh, the conditions of the Earth, their Earth, continued to be so hostile. They continued to drill deeper and deeper until there was nowhere else to go except into the earth itself. This will sound strange to you, but these creatures had developed a technology that was similar to what you have as your internet. Uh, they did have a, a technological means of connecting their conscious minds to each other, even though they were in different pockets of their planet, uh, remote from one another, they could communicate. Uh, it was uh, a synthetic blend of both uh, organic and inorganic technology, which allowed a sort of telepathy. Needless to say, these creatures much like on your planet, if you, it is not a question of if, it is a question of when you connect uh, to the other forms of life on this planet and learn the advanced ways that they live their life through their heart space rather than through their head space, that there is such a form of telepathy even on this planet, which if you look in the sky to see birds in flight, you can see the evidence of such connection. You might marvel at their, uh, their ability to fly in patterns, and when one moves, they all move, and you may ask yourself, how do they know? How does this happen? There is a connection that binds them together through their heart space. Uh, they feel the change. They, f they feel when the uh, leader of the group feels an impulse to swerve to the right or to the left or to make any movement. They all feel and they all respond accordingly. Uh, so we say that to remind you that this technology, uh, both uh, biological and uh, inorganic uh, exists on your planet as it did on uh, planet 7. We will continue to our story. Our amphibian-type friends, as they were facing a great crisis where their environmental conditions were uh, becoming hostile at such a rate that their biology could not evolve and adapt fast enough to avoid extinction, they discovered, they discovered what you would consider a virtual reality world. They learned how to place their consciousness within the energetic field that connects all things. They learned to use this energetic field much in the way that they used the caves uh, as they first took a shelter from the hostile winds and from the lava flow from the earthquakes uh, 
they were able to tunnel out of the physical world into what some might call the astral plane. When this happened, they created a virtual 5D experience. The 5D experience is an experience that all of you do all of the time, yet it is a process which happens behind the curtain. In fact, the three-dimensional experience that you have is a result of your evolved biology. This is why you perceive time the way that you do. It's why you perceive colors. It's why you perceive distance and space and height and width. width. And yet you are already a multi-dimensional being, which means that each piece of you exists in all dimensions. If you imagine, once again, that you are sitting in an auditorium, staring at a stage with a curtain drawn over it. This is the realm of your consciousness that you see behind the, the curtain and behind the walls that surround you. There are intelligent life forms and processes that uh, exist but are outside of your awareness. If you imagine that a uh, triangle emerges from the curtain, you see just the tip of it. Behind the curtain, it is a large pyramid which uh, extends beyond the walls of the auditorium. It extends beyond the atmosphere of the planet. It extends within the depth of every molecule, every atom which comprise it, and it flowers out in uh, multiple dimensions all at once, but you are able to see just the tip, the corner of this pyramid. Uh, that is the equivalent of a uh, particle, as opposed to a wave of energy which creates the physical world. So the physical world that you experience is a portion of a, a form that exists in multiple dimensions at once. The five-dimensional process is a process of rapid realization where the construct of time is no longer bogging down the process. Uh, we cannot explain it to you in words, but we know for those of you who are interested in learning more about this five-dimensional shift that you are moving towards, uh, once again we remind you that it is a shift we say moving towards, but you already are there. It is simply your awareness of this which will uh, change over time. The, for those of you who want to become more aware of these processes which are currently happening within you, uh, we ask you to continue to follow that desire and it will lead you to this realization. This is what happened on planet 7 the once three dimensional 
amphibian creatures were able to insert their consciousness, their being, the matter of their mind, their cognition, into the crystalline forms which they uh, lived among underground from an outsider 3D uh, perspective this would look like an extinction and in fact there have been such extinctions on this planet which uh, you would look at with your fossil record and say this species no longer exists when truly what has happened is they have not in all cases but in some cases they have merged into a different reality which is to say that they continue to exist much as if you considered uploading your consciousness into a kind of virtual reality machine this will be uh, the way that such an experience happens upon this planet as technology that you create, some of which has already been created and has been implemented for dozens of years, but uh, not in the mainstream. A kind of virtual reality that uh, allows the thoughts of your mind to appear to you to be just as real as something that you are seeing as you open up your eyes. In fact, what you see around you is a generated image created within your brain. You may think that you are seeing as you drive along the road, other cars, and you are careful to avoid them, that you do not have a, an accident or cause harm to yourself or others. Of course, those objects are there. They do exist. However, your perception of them, their shape, their color, how they look, the velocity at which they travel through space and time, these are images which you create through your biology and what you are experiencing without recognizing it is the output of your own mentation, the thoughts, the activity of your brain, your mind. These things are happening on an etheric plane and yet the common understanding on this planet is that something that happens inside of one's mind is not real because it is different than what you would experience as a three-dimensional object in space. What will happen when you make the shift from 3D to 5D is that you will understand that the thoughts that you think, the images that you conjure in your mind, are just as real from that perspective of mind as are the images that are generated through your physical senses. We can speak more on this at other times.
times. For this is a crucial point of our teaching that we wish to convey to each of you, that you are powerful beings which transform energy into meaning, into your entire experience of life you create within your mind. This does not mean that uh, the world is not real. This does not mean that fantasies uh, abound. Depending upon your definition of fantasy, it could mean that all things are fantasy. It could mean that all things are imagined. For the word itself, to imagine is to create an image your mind is an imaging machine. You create images. That is what imagination is. That is what imagination does. And the world that you create for yourself, the environment that you create, not only the external environment, but also and especially the internal environment, has such an impact on you. This is what we wish to convey. We wish to remind you of the impact, the power that you have to create the conditions of your environment. We know that there are stories of malevolent alien races, extraterrestrials, often uh, referred to as Anunnaki, who have for thousands of years been enslaving the, uh, the beings on this planet in such a way as to uh, chain them to, uh, to prevent them from seeing this power to uh, deceive them to minimize and to bury all evidence of the truths that we are speaking, we, we wish to say, once again, this, this is an area where the man in this chair is very uncomfortable because he is aware of the great many conspiracy theories which exist and continue to contribute to this sense of fear and powerlessness uh, fear and powerlessness are not something that uh, we wish to spread. It is not something that the man in this chair wish to spread. Therefore, we hesitate to speak too much about the Anunnaki. We wish instead to ask those of you who are familiar with this story to change your point of view or at least to try on a different perspective. Uh, rather than thinking of a separate extraterrestrial race uh, that is a uh, lizard race that has come to enslave by uh, keeping you within systems and loops of uh, fear, and ignorance of your own true nature. We ask you to think of this as a metaphor for the way that your 
mind, your brain, your body has evolved on this planet, evolved with certain urges, certain instincts, uh, some tendencies that might be considered to be karmic in nature, uh, resulting from uh, previous life experience. These things that would form in your own mind, the uh, neural pathways that would, uh, in and of themselves, create a uh, filter of fear, a filter of limitation, a filter of competition, a filter which would uh, incline one towards. Pride towards anger, uh, towards uh, depression and apathy, and uh, that would keep the human body trapped in a state of despondency. These can result from what you might consider your. Old brain, your lizard brain, the part of you that、uh, lived in the wild, that had to struggle to survive, that、uh, remembers in your genetic memory the survival of the fittest experiences that you had. Those parts of yourself that, when you are triggered and your Amygdala puts you into a fight or flight state. That your resources, your energetic resources, would encourage you to fight or flight or freeze. Rather than thinking that the Anunnaki is an outside extraterrestrial race that are here to enslave humanity. We ask you to consider a metaphor of your own biology, which、uh, sometimes will work against you. We want you to know that it never works against you. It might feel as if the struggle, the depression, or despondency, or anxiety can be quite unbearable,、um, but we do not wish. You to think that these are bad things, that these are anything but the evidence of life growing and expanding and changing, and in fact, the story of the Anunnaki enslaving humanity is a story of the past. We have entered an age where. The limitations that once seemed to be so、uh, common and、uh, simply part of the soup that all of you swim in, those limitations will be wiped away. Imagine if your entire waking reality were lived in a virtual reality world. Imagine what it would be like to interact with your fellow human beings 
through the interface of uh, something that you might consider from the, the movie The Matrix. Uh, in the Matrix movies, of course, the machines were the enemy of the humans, and that story, for the sake of a Hollywood blockbuster, was built upon conflict, where machines enslaved the humans and the humans had to fight to escape and survive but could you imagine if there were such a thing as the matrix which were benevolent rather than malevolent if it were fueled by compassion and love that humans themselves invested into it for this is the direction that you are heading this is how you will experience five-dimensional reality from those who are not attuned to what is going on, those who do not learn how to create peace within their own hearts as the earth goes through this tumultual experience, it will appear as if we are going through a extinction process. However, life, the true essence of life, of human beings, of human evolution, the advancement of the species from uh, one form to another uh, is what you will experience. And we encourage those of you to prepare by learning about your own mind by learning about the power that you have, by using the many everyday encounters that you have with others around you as a training ground, for you always have a choice on how to react and how to respond to any event that is placed in front of you. Of course, there are times when your lizard brain, as it were, is triggered and your options are reduced to fight or flight. However, there are ways to stretch your mind to make it more flexible and malleable so that when you become triggered in such a state, you can uh, recognize, be aware, teach yourself to relax teach yourself to use your reason to calm the emotions and uh, allow for more options of reaction and response to enter your conscious mind, to emerge from behind that curtain. For behind the curtain is the answer to any problem, any question that has ever been uh, put in front of any being in this universe you have access to that all. It is at this point through your imagination and we ask you to strive to plumb the depths, the infinite depths of your unconscious mind as it merges from layers uh, from what you would consider to be an individual human mind to the collective mind of all humanity to the collective minds of all uh, sentient beings upon this planet as it 
descends to the minds of all sentient beings within the solar system and uh, extends to all minds within the galaxy and then extends to all minds within this universe and then extends to all minds within all universes until once it is recognized all things all experiences all perspectives at once as god consciousness this is the journey that you are on hello again this is dow the man in the chair who is bringing to you this arcturian performance and i would like you to join a growing group of like-minded individuals who are interested in the playful exploration of whatever it takes to create peace harmony acceptance and all of these wonderful things in this world beginning with our own hearts and minds whether you believe in arcturians or channeling or not so if this sounds like fun to you come and join me at the dow of healing a free group hosted by mighty networks go to the website arcturian playground just arcturian playground no the go to the website arcturian playground for more information i hope to see you there and so does Omra. He really loves listener interactions, you know. And if you'd like to read a book authored by both me and Omra back when Omra was called Quad, go check out Bathing with God, available on Amazon.com. Or go listen to the free podcast also called Bathing with God. Peace be with you. And remember, all is well. Thank you for playing with us today in the Arcturian Playground. Do not for a minute think that your exploration is finished. Carry us with you and invite the spirit of compassion and love into your lives. Nothing is more important or more fulfilling. Create compassion and love within your own hearts and minds. Then share it with all around you. Yes, it sounds weird. We know. We would not have it any other way.